Hi, and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Charm. I'm Ray, joined by my co-host. It is I, Dio. Wow. Wow, this is Sorry, I've been watching JoJo. How we're starting. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm trying to get us on track and get us in and out of here as fast I'm as possible. Sorry. We're starting the shenanigans already. This is season one, episode seven, the fourth sister and my co-host can you tell me who directed this and who wrote it so it was written by edith swenson it was directed by gil adler and the premiere date was november 18th 1998 (laughs) just to make you feel a little old there um i don't i feel i feel good i don't feel old at all thanks so much (laughs) Oh man, are we just going to jump into the episode? There's no like any pre-episode rants to get out, any like feelings? No, I think I'm good here. I think I think it'll come through the episode because we definitely text while we were watching it at the same time. So, Well, I try my best not to tell you anything about how I feel to like uh, throughout the episode simply because like I feel like it'll ruin the pod. But Hi, Panther. He's here already. It just started. Um, Let's get into it. So the episode starts with our homegirl, Danielle Harris, a.k.a. Debbie Thornberry, who is still booked and busy. She was just on the episode of The Connors. Um, And she's in her room with black candles, you know, performing a seance or a spell trying to get this weirdo out the friggin' mirror. Yeah, it was it was weird. Um, I definitely wrote down in my notes uh, the craft, and she's definitely conjuring Nancy down from the craft with the slick black hair and the dark black lipsticks and all black. Definitely was very reminiscent of one of the the girls in the craft. Uh, so that was that was interesting to me. A lot of black candles. So I was definitely like, ooh, she's a bad girl here. Yeah, I had a note about black candles because I know like candles are very important to like spells and magic. And I just feel that like I've never really seen good witches use like black candles. Not in like in like TV shows or anything like that. It's always like white. And, like in the premiere episode, they used like a birthday candle even, like that was purple. But they didn't right. like you've seen purple and you've seen white. You never really see a good witch use black candles, which is kinda like, huh. Well, black are black can be used for uh, protection. I've also seen black candles used when you are trying to um, unbind yourself from somebody else. I've actually recently just uh, helped somebody with a spell where they were trying to take all the negative energy and return it back to sender, and that was a black uh, candle as well. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I do know here a lot of the times when we when we see the bad guys, because also in the episode with the photographer, he was using black candles as well. So definitely mm-hmm. I feel like so far every time we see an episode and it's they're using tell. black candles, yeah, it seems like it's a tell that this is going to be the antagonist of the episode. I mean, but we'll if we're be honest. As we move forward. I mean, if we're being honest, this girl already like, we know that she's the bad guy before the cold open even like show it's like happens because like 
for me, this girl's like, yeah, so I was stalking the sisters, and what? it was like... Them- it felt like it just jumped. So so she conjures uh, Kali, and you see this woman in blue in a mirror, and she's talking, and she's just like, like you said, like, well, I followed the Hollowell sisters, and they still don't know who I am. And I was like, we are two minutes into this episode, and we, okay. All right, and then she's so just creepy. like... Um, you know, come get come get these powers, girl. Come get these powers. Come touch the mirror. Like, come on, let's do this. Yeah. And then, like, all she gets is like glowy hands, kind of like, and it's just like, but all even right. Before that, didn't she say something like she wants the Hallowell sisters? She wants the Hallowell sisters to want her as badly as she wants them. And I'm definitely like, are you in the dream sorcerer friends? Because y'all are crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it just, it seemed very, I'm surprised this little girl didn't have, like, stranger danger vibes, because this person is talking to you, and the request that she's making of you just seemed very, like, even if you are a baby witch, you are still on the, you are still, like, of sound mind, and you should know that, like, if somebody's asking me to stalk people, and keep like keep like a journal on them. Then maybe this person isn't somebody I need to be hanging out with and be ta- taking advice from. Right, and we'll get to that. I think I would like you to pin a note into that because as we go through the episode, I definitely don't believe that she's as innocent in this as she plays herself. Girl, to be. oh, like girl. We can. She. It's not like. Mm, we'll talk about it as we get in later on. We'll we'll just put a pin. But like as I like watch the episode, I was like, but you conjured her specifically. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't get to. I'll put a pin in it here because the point I have to make it doesn't make sense until like towards the end of the episode. Right. Right. So, so anyway. Um, I wrote, so, like, I knew this was bad, but why the reveal before the cold open? Because we I go wrote, from her hanging up. Good to you. Because, <laughs> like, we go from that to, like, Santa. And it's like, what the hell? Like, right? So she gets her powers, and then Kali's like, you know what to do. And she walks out the room, and I wrote, well, duh, it's a demon. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, because... Girl. I mean, we should set it up that, like, when we first see Callie, she is, she looks very innocent. She's, like, in this mirror, but she's in cloud. She's wearing white, kind of. She looks like an innocent, like, you know, some good witch stuck in a mirror. I've never seen a good witch stuck in a mirror. I've seen Disney movies. I watch Once Upon a Time. Nothing good comes from an entity in a mirror, but okay. So... When we look at blue, right? So blues, a lot of times it's calming, it's relaxing. But I think too, when you also look at blue, especially as we see how Kali is reacting to her, blue can also be like impersonal and it could be like cold. And so I feel that Nancy from the craft was seeing more of blue being calming and relaxing because she also talks about the fact that her mom um, is a drug addict. And is in rehab. 
But from Kali's side, I think that blue was showing off that impersonalness and that coldness. So you saw what you wanted to see with that blue. I get that. I And I guess I'll just touch on this a little bit. I just feel that like in our culture, we know that like when people pray, they also like be careful who you pray to and who yep. like, because you never know who's listening. So like, I was like, maybe this is somebody who like, who intercepted a call or whatever, because that could work too. But, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to reveal too much as we start to talk about the episode, but we learn later on that like, no, no, she conjured who she wanted to conjure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we jump, uh, the scene goes from like glowy eyes to Santa because Leo is back and he has he got that back arch and he's all up in that chin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Santa, I've been a very, very naughty girl. <laughs> so Phoebe comes in and she's like, My Santa, you have changed. Cause obviously, um, they're looking for Kit, because Kit is missing and Perhaps Kit can be up the uh, fireplace. Unfortunately, Kit is not. And, you know, Phoebe and Piper are just sexually harassing Leo. <laughs> right. But I thought Piper was really cute about it because I feel like Piper's love language is acts of service. And oh, so definitely. she was trying a thousand to like, percent. Right. And she was trying to feed Leo and make sure that he was okay. And then Phoebe was like, yeah, like, that's what my mom would do. You know what? Think of her as your mom. I know I do. I want to punch you in your throat. That's what I was like. I wrote cop blocking. Ew. Like, right. I I know this is just me because I don't think anybody like thinks the way my brain works. But like if my friend or somebody that I'm close with expresses any kind of interest in somebody, that man is ugly to me that person is hideous like i don't know what you see like all of a sudden i no longer see a handsome figure or like a sexual being in front of me i just see like a blob because if you pee on that tree i don't want that tree like and i think too with everything that piper has gone through in the last what are we at 10 weeks now like give the girl (laughs) a blow like she lost her soulmate before she even met him (laughs) Jeremy yeah. was a sorcerer that wanted to like kill her entire yeah. family. Like, yeah, and you, I just, I love the scene where her and Piper are like literally being like the best glutes in all the in the city in the land. I love that because we can do that together. I can like right. Joe's with you, but once you have like made it known that you have peed on this tree gross gross and like the and like the thing with it is too you know piper likes people she genuinely likes them and you just want to fuck you literally just want to right right and if you know oh i thought the same thing i was like she's going to use him and throw him away which is what she probably did in real life (laughs) She probably did. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Piper's like, she looks at this man and she's like, this could be the future husband and the father of my kids. That's what she, like, Piper is dating with intention. 
and PB, PB, <laughs> and Phoebe is dating for like sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, once you realize you that you are competing for like the same person, you kind of have thinking. to like, yeah, yeah you kind of have to like. I mean, they do eventually be like, yeah, we're going to, like, go to war, which I'm kind of like, uh, may the best pussy win type of shit. But, like... Why do do that? And it's still... But that still bothered me. And I feel like you start to see here, like, Leo is way closer to the family than just, like, a handyman. He's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go and put up these missing kit signs. And he takes that nice ass and he takes himself outside and he go puts up these missing kit signs. And then you see creepy stalker girl in the car watching. Where did she get that car from? Who who gave her that car? Probably because... her aunt. No, her aunt looks no. like she worked at the Peach Pit. Like. <laughs> like. Well, maybe just... she lit it on fire. Maybe she lit the All owner right. on fire and then stole the car. And she does look where, like she steals. And that's when I was like, she is a demon and she's bad because fire is bad. And like, <laughs> for me personally. purpose of like lighting up the sign with Kit, you evil little child. It's a plot device and I get that. But like. It's still, I, I kind of know what the plot device because now you know what happens from her glowing hands. But I was like, you evil little child, you little shit. Because, like, granted, fire isn't bad, but, like, in situations like this, yes, fire is painted as evil because fire is purification. <laughs> Which is why I thought that she was trying to call somebody else. But again, we'll get to there. So we go back into the manor. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. well, the cold open has ended. And yeah, now we're back we get- into the manor. And Piper... Actually, I, I, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, so, I'm sorry. I, um, I actually wrote down the post-credit um, song because I was like, I wonder what she got. And I'm pretty sure you didn't write it down. Now I'm sorry. I did write it down. So what did you get? I have Wheel by Uma. What I got was Looking Up by Ron Allen Cohen. Huh. So I was like, huh. I feel like this is gonna be a fun game. What did you yeah. get? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like by I, Rob I, Allen Cohen. No, Ron with an Ron. N. Okay. So guys, yep. I will put the link um in this podcast story, whatever podcast notes. We do now have a Black Girls Charm season one playlist. So all these songs that we're mentioning or singing throughout the episode, as you know that we are, we do a lot, (laughs) will be in uh, the playlist and we'll add to it as the season continues. So Sorry, didn't mean to... No, I I was actually going to talk about that after, but I did have The Wheel by Uma. That's interesting. Well, at least you were able to like figure out who it was versus it being like some random... Yeah, no, I have Shazam on my phone. So, like, once it yeah, came up, I was like... because Apple bought Shazam, so it's so easy now. <laughs> yeah, it is so much easier. It's in my menu now. Because, like, I... Oh, me and Shazam are, like, best friends. I don't even have to, like, unlock my phone for it anymore. Right! It's great. It's great. I love it. 
<laughs> so anyway, now the that, 90s we have that we have two different songs, because, you know, me being the wealthier sister, I have the DVDs. <laughs> Girl. I'm sorry. I'm trying to move. So my funds are going towards that and like the holidays. But anyway, the 90s and milk, because <laughs> Piper comes out the kitchen with the thickest sandwich ever and like a half a gallon of milk in a cup for for Leo to drink and I'm just like but if wow. that's not like like I can understand where Phoebe's coming from because if that's not like a mom thing to do like you couldn't give this man a pop you had to give him like a big ass soda. glass of milk soda pop soda anyway um huh. Like there were there weren't even no chips on that plate either, girl. No chips, a cookie. That was a. I mean, maybe she wanted to be dessert. You never know. You're not wrong, but still, that was a big ass glass of milk. (laughs) (laughs) What? And then she tells him like, "Don't call me mom." And then here comes Phoebe again. Oh my god, she needs a job. (laughs) And I'm glad, like, in this scene, Piper called her out and was like, our no-job-having little sister. No, I love the way that she did, like, first of all, my note was, y'all are mixy. How y'all don't know he was there? Because, actually, Phoebe and Prue are getting along in this episode. And they're like, and... Prue was like, I'm trying to get some dick tonight, but I'm kind of worried because, you know, something always pops up. And um, Phoebe trying to, like, soothe her was like, well, he's a cop and you're a witch. And it's like, Mad loud. And I was like, ma'am, did y'all not realize y'all were getting y'all house repainted? Come on. Not even just that. He had to have rung the bell. And you know he's... So he probably... Well, he's not going to just... No... Leo is a doorbell ringer. He likes to, he's a doorbell ringer. Okay. But okay. like, and you know he was there because you dress like a whore, as Piper said. Why are you dressed like that at nine o'clock in the morning with no job and anywhere to go? So you knew he was here. Why y'all just talking about being a why are you talking about being a witch so fucking loud? I wrote down Phoebe's a hoe. <laughs> it's like, girl, what the what the fuck is this? And even uh, Prue had to tell her, like, they go back into the kitchen and Prue is like, you know Piper like, yes, like Prue, protect her. Yes. And she, she was like, woo, I like him too. Yes, but you break men. You would break poorly. And I was like, there is no girl code at all. Cause like, no. It- and like, I can understand not having girl code between bitches, but not having girl code between your literal blood. Right. Your literal blood. You a and cold-hearted hoe. You a Piper cold- comes in, right? Going to that cold-hearted hoe. Piper comes in and she's like, Piper, I'm not a boy. Because they start talking about Roger. And she's like, how many times I'm going to tell you that I didn't kiss Roger? Piper comes in. And Phoebe's just like, am I a boyfriend stealer? And she's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you remember? On top of that, you're a boyfriend stealer to your older sister's boyfriend? Honestly, like, you were making out with your older sister's boyfriend. 
And probably we get into third base because Piper said you had your breast in his face. Like in public too, because wasn't it at the prom? It was, so you got, prom. It was like homecoming. Either homecoming. way. But I mean, like it was in public, like you ain't got no problem out here embarrassing your older sister with your mm-hmm. stupid ass whole antics. You know what? I feel like that's a trope that I see in a lot of like, and not even trying to be like that person, but like in a lot of white media where there is no there's no bro code or guy, I mean, guy code or girl code in between siblings. There are so many movies where, like, the movie starts with them dating one sibling and it ends with them leaving with another sibling. And it's like, that's gross. Y'all just be like dosy doing partners between, because I literally, like, I can't see me or you being like, yo. I just suck this dick. I want to, like, you should suck it, too. Like, there's no, there's none of that there. I'm also not Cousin Faith, right? So we do have movies, especially in the it's 90s. A, it's a cousin. It's never a sister. It's a you're cousin. Right, right. It's you're never right. a sister. You're right. You're right. Because she would get because jumped. Because cousin could be anybody. And sometimes cousin ain't even blood. Because right. POCs love calling people they cousin. But if you my dead ass blood sister and you my blood sibling, and like imagine how wild that is where um fuck. Ah can you see me? Yeah. Okay. No, my whole screen just went black. I mean I just went weird. Give me two seconds. Hello? Hello? Yeah. He's coming. Oh, damn. Sorry. You're going to cut this whole thing out. We had a good photo, and I'm so sorry. No worries. We're talking about Cousin Faith. I mean, I feel like if it was a sister, though, she would have gotten jumped. I I really feel like I would dead ass just punch Phoebe in the throat and move on. But we can't do that because this is Phoebe being adorable and cute. But it annoys me because I feel like there is no growth to this character so far and it's bothering yeah, me we're, we're, we're seven episodes in and all that we know is that you love to you love she to ain't pop got that no job. pussy yeah you right. ain't got no job you love to pop that pussy because That's you did a lot yeah and it's just That's like girl, yeah it's it's kind of sad but anyway we go back to Aviva wait AKA, no so right know, before we go back to Aviva Prue mentions again that she needs the house to herself for Andy because she's mm-hmm. trying to get her little thing on with Andy tonight. And then this is where and Phoebe feel- and Piper um, engage in their friendly competition about who's going to get Leo. Just and treat him like a like slab is- of meat. And I'm here for it, though. I mean, yeah, that's how they do us. <laughs> I mean- right, right. I was like, oh, poor Leo. But then I was like, mm, that's how they do us. Exactly. Like, how many tropes, I mean, how many tropes, how many TV shows have we seen throughout the 90s? Like, Zach and fucking, what's his face? Because Mario Lopez Peter? is a, yeah. I, I was going to say Mario Peter, Lopez. but that's the wrong movie. <laughs> Mario Lopez, we're fighting over Kelly for, like, seasons and shit. Don't even and get me like, started with that, because if I was Jesse, I would have been pissed. 
But that's a whole nother show, a whole nother podcast that we will not cover. But that shit irks me. But I still watch it. Right? It's just so, so bad. But anyway, like, treat that man like a piece of meat. Let the best pussy win. And like, <laughs> honestly, that's what Poor it was. Pussy. Who will win? <laughs> <laughs> you got, I mean, honestly, Thanksgiving pussy, because that's what Piper is. That's just food and love and like devotion. That's right. like in and out burger. Wow. So the next episode or next scene, excuse me. I don't even know where we are, guys. Maybe we're in episode eight because I wasn't expecting her to call her uh, in and out burger. I just, I wasn't expecting that. I the just... co-host was too stunned to speak. What? <laughs> the co-host was too stunned I to I heard speak. what you said. I'm just like, in and out burger? But speaking of Thanksgiving dinner, I really want some like turkey and some stuffing and a nice slab of like cranberry sauce from the can right now. That that sounds really good. I am going to redo Thanksgiving dinner because Thanksgiving was kind of mid. Well, when you come here in June, you're going to redo Thanksgiving dinner? Like, how does that help me? Anyway, back to this pod. So we go to see, next scene that we are in is Aunt Jackie. Um, bursting into Aviva's room, being like, "Why is it so dark in here? Why is it so stale? What the fuck is going on?" And it's just like I wrote, "Dark, I'm okay with, cause I got light sensitivity and blackout curtains in all my bedrooms, but like stale, no. One thing I will not abide is stale fucking air. Open a window." Put on an AC. Get it cold at least. Jesus. Maybe Kali likes it stale. Maybe she can't do, you know, cold winds. Maybe the glass is cold and it makes her nipples hard or something. I don't know. I... It's the 90s. It was all about hard nipples. Just get out of here. Get I mean, but how long has she been imprisoned in the other dimension that, you know. Wow. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it was going to get there. I know. Anyway, so like her aunt, and I'll just put a like quick trivia. Like I said last week, I'm going to sprinkle the trivia throughout the episode. So, like, trivia note, I guess we'll, we actually get, you know, time and energy. We'll come up with like a trivia bell or a trivia notification. But anyway, Aunt Jackie, um, played by Rebecca Balding, actually becomes a series regular um, in episode 16 of season four. But she plays somebody completely different. So a little Lauren and Order fun. Dun dun. Wait, no, I have cut that. They have that like copyright. Bing bong. That out. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> so like, well, Aviva was just, being a straight so, bitch. Just a straight bitch. Yeah, she definitely That's was. Because she was like, girl was being a bitch. She was like, I guess you were just lying about this being my room. This is your room in my house. I think Aunt Jackie had a black husband at one point because she was like, this is my apartment. Your room, my apartment. And I was like, yes, Aunt Jackie. Yes. And then she's just like, um, <laughs> oh, man. You, she's like, why haven't you called my mom yet? My mom really fucking needs you, bro. <sighs> she didn't do anything bad. She's just in rehab. She's sick. And I was just like, uh, she's in rehab. 
and you live with your aunt, things weren't like there weren't as good as you think. Like you're trying to make it out to be right now, sis. Right. Like, let's be he honest. went through this whole monologue, and I was just like, mm. and I'm like. Maybe on Jackie works when your mom can get phone calls. You ever thought about that? You ever you ever thought about that? Hmm. And like, I want to be clear. I'm not like a man, like trying to say that his mom is bad for being a druggie. But like, let's be like, yo, your mom had a substance abuse problem, and you know, shit happens. But unfortunately, and now you're here with me, like exactly. So let's call a spade a spade, like. And then you're gonna be like, oh, I don't have anyone. Bitch, who the fuck am I? Whose house are you in? She acts like Whose she house was are you in conducting these spells? In a closet. She literally looks like she acts like she was stuffed in a closet you underneath the Harry Potter. I'm like, sorry, but that room was mad. Do you see how big that room is? And she had a nice full length mirror. Do you know how expensive nice full length mirrors are? Look like she yes. had at least a full slash queen size bed, a nice double door closet. Girl. And wasn't there like a step? There was a step up. Like you had to like when on Jackie like walked into the room, there's like a, a step little into step the room. That. She had, the she had the nice like den room, that extra room that you don't really call a, a bedroom, but that's what it is. She had them, them, she had privacy. Girl, girl, fuck you. Like, ugh. I just came home from work and I'm checking up on you, and it smells like stale pussy in this room. And I'm just like, open a window and you getting upset. Like, I'm confused. I mean, <laughs> I just don't understand how, like, and we can just jump right into it. How you in that fucking room with a cat in your closet? It gotta smell like mad ammonia. It got to. It smelled like wax and ammonia in that fucking room. Stale pussy. And you just like, your eyes not burning? Come Mm-mm. on. Mm-mm. Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Get the And she had mad candles going too, right? So there was at least like five, eight candles in that room that she was burning. And then I don't know if you took note when she was conjuring Kali, but was that a skull? Yes. Okay. Definitely an animal. To be clear, an animal skull. I'm not sure. I didn't look up. I'm not sure as to which animal it is. It may be like it looked like like I want to say like a bird skull or like it did, I don't know like a crow or something I don't know but I was like okay this girl she watched she definitely watched the crap and was like I want to be Nancy Nancy yeah, was, it was just too understood the craft was 1996 so you know it still had people in the chokehold it did it did it did in my one of you one of these episodes, we're going we gonna to watch Craft, and that's going to be one of our, like, special episodes. And we're going to talk through that. <laughs> they did my girl Rachel True wrong. I mean, they always do us wrong. But anyway. Um, Kit, how dare you? How fucking dare you? This bitch had you in a closet. So, in wait, wait, closet. wait. Not yet. Was it yet? So, I don't necessarily. So, I took it, right? As Kali was just like, oh, let me grab Kit for you. And she like conjured her out of space. Do you really think this weirdo had Kit in her room this entire time? 
I think she conjured Kali and Kali told her to steal Kit. I'm full, I fully believe that she broke into the house and stole Kit. Like, as we said, they don't lock their doors. They don't have a security system. I am, how else would she have gotten Kit? She broke into the house, stole Kit, and walked out. That's just what it is. I really thought that Kit was just with one of her Tomcat lovers from a few no. episodes before. <laughs> nope. Kit was, Kit, Kit was kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I did skip ahead. So did, we cut from uh, Aviva Old girl being a at, bitch. you know, to Andy and Prue getting ready for their date night at Blockbuster or what what is supposed to be Blockbuster. They just didn't. Because I was like, that blue, that shade of blue was very familiar. Yes, yes, yes. It was definitely familiar. It was cute them like trying to find a movie, but Trudeau definitely was like, I don't even know why we were looking for a movie because we're never going to be able to watch it. And Prue was like, oh, you have other things in mind. He was like, no, bitch, you always stand at me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, no. No. Oh, my first note was, hate these locks, but this is cute. Yeah, the, the lock wig was weird. The lock wig was definitely weird. They yeah. did, I mean, the, he did find a cute movie. I did not. Do you know what the name of the movie was? Body Heat, which is one Body of like the Heat. sexy movies. Because it's like old people's. Uh, what is that fucking movie with Denise Richards and Nev Campbell? Wild thing. Because like there's a sex scene in front of a fridge and they feed each other. And it's all like, oh, it's. It's definitely a movie that, like, you've seen throughout, like, the 90s and other... Like, it's been referenced heavily because of, like, the sex scene in it. Mickey works in it. Yeah, pre-surgery. And Ted dancing. Hey, hey. Big head dad. Sorry. So, William Hurt's in it, too. This, This sounds like a really strange movie. Yeah, it's hot. It's like <laughs> oh, it's old people hot. <laughs> like I'm okay. Um, I think I'm gonna anytime, skip that. I've never seen it, but the reason why I know it's like every time I've heard this movie referenced, it's in reference to sex. So I know like it's some um, old people sex happening. <laughs> and it's like, so okay. the summary <laughs> or the plot of the movie is that in the midst of a searing Florida heat wave. A woman convinces her lawyer, a small town, a woman convinces her lover, a small town lawyer, to murder her rich husband. Huh. You're like, Ted Danson, Mickey Ward? Mur- I was just like, murder? <laughs> now you see why the women like it, and now you see why the men like it. You open, and like, live. I think it was the movie that told a generation that you can use food with sex because they literally oh, just opened the fridge. I thought you were going to say it You're told just... a generation that it's perfectly okay to murder your rich husband. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going with that. No, 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 no. Like I, I don't know what show it is, but I like I distinctly remember like some woman begging her husband to like fuck her like in body heat and it was just like 
If you got a bag. all know that my co-host loves TV and movies. So it's always interesting, her uh, her little tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I love that because that is like the that that was a perfect '90s like joke, like Easter egg, whatever you want to call it. But you know, we never gonna see that fucking movie. Nope, nope. Mm-mm. So going back into the manor, so. It, this whole scene was weird. So they found Kit. She comes in. She finds well, no, Kit. Yeah, I, no, no, no. Let's because what happens is Piper is still Piper should have set up a date with Leo because she comes in with the sweater set and I marked it out because my mom used to buy me these sweat the same sweater sets. I have okay. that shit in like blue and pink and everything. You know the business casual cardigan with like the sleeveless like, yeah with the sleeveless shirt. Oh, but God. you still wear these sweater sets now, just without the the inside, just without the the shell. You just be having your boobies all hanging out with the sweater, and you button like two I buttons. I legitimately just bought a new cardigan yesterday. <laughs> See, you st- even now you still wearing these sweater sets out here, just rocking. She has never, never stopped wearing these sweater sets. Uh, That's how she traps the men. You're right, because I come through with the whole, like, dikey outfit with the hoodie and the baggy jeans and the, the Jordans. And then just like, she's cool. And then, you know, I show the body afterwards. And I'm like, damn, trapped. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Piper, she, and she actually does get the date with Leo because he's like, yeah, let's go see a movie. So she's abiding by the rules and, you know, letting mm-hmm. Leo finish his job, and they're going to go off to the movies. So, no, she's going to go to the restaurant. So she shoots her shot, and he asks her, instead of coming by, where Uh we know Phoebe's going to be, to come by to the restaurant for lunch. That's for the samples. They were doing two. She was setting up two dates, and I love this bitch. Oh, I like that. I didn't realize that. She was setting up the movie for that night, and she was setting up Quake for the next day. Well, she couldn't set up the movie because. Oh, you're right. You can go see a movie. You don't have to be. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You forgot movie theaters existed. Girl, yeah. You know what? I was honestly just talking about you and um, Ada's movie date. So, you know what? I can't believe you forgot. You know, it's funny because he's like, so how long do I have to wait after my second shot? Because you know Spider-Man's coming out. So Aiden is my 10-year-old. And I told him that we cannot go to the movies in a pandemic because, you know, my son likes to do the whole kit and caboodle. He got to have his popcorn and his nachos and his soda. So he finally got his second shot a couple weeks ago. And so he's very excited to go see the new Spider-Man. And my son is one of those people who talks at the screen. So we typically do a matinee to not piss other people off. <laughs> Mommy, I just can't believe that he did that. Aiden. Nah, he gets I mad. Too. He's like, why would you do that? I don't even understand. Why would you hurt his feelings like that? And I'm like, Aiden, Aiden, I don't know where you got this in you, but you can't do that. He's an old Caribbean man. That's he is an is. old Caribbean, yes. I mean, his best friend is an old Caribbean man. So, I mean, you got it right there. 
But go. okay, they, so they, going back into enough about my personal life. Going back into the show, Aviva, which just so, always reminds me of the sneakers and it bothers me. So I had an issue with this because I guess like they were heading out to leave. And as they were heading out to leave, they opened the door and Aviva's there with Kit. And she's like, I found right. your cat. And like, she just walks in the house. Nobody invited yes, her into the nobody house. Nobody invited her. I that was my issue too. Like nobody invited her in. It was just very like, okay, I'm just gonna walk into your house. She starts like looking around. Like, what are you doing? Not even no. She literally looked around as if she got into like the Avengers headquarters. She literally was like, she was like, wow, this is where you live. No white. Nice. This is nice. Yeah, it was. Did you get all this stuff from Amazon? It was weird. It was weird. And like, I was uncomfortable. Already, I was like, you're in my space. Seeing and it wasn't even my broke space. and entered into the house to like, you already seen this house, sis. You already, you broke and entered. Why you, <laughs> why, why you overselling it? You are over fucking selling it. And then it. she couldn't even keep up. And she does this again in, in the next 15 minutes, but she couldn't even keep up her lie. First, she says she just found Kit and she wanted to bring her over. And then she's like, well, I fed her. And everybody's like, wait, but we thought you just found her. And Kit's not dirty. Kit's been missing for days. He's not hissing at this bitch. Kit's just like, exactly. I'm back, ho. Y'all miss me? Kit's just chilling. Like, What up? Who's like, your favorite cat? <laughs> Yo. Like, Panther don't play. Like, when Luna comes over, <laughs> Luna's my niece or our niece, the communal niece. The communal like, when niece. Luna, when Luna comes over, he'd be like, oh, not you. And be booking it. He'd be like, mm-mm. I mean, mm. But, like, <laughs> I mean, she's young and rough, but, like, yes, cats yes. don't play. Cats uh-uh. do not do that. You got one time to treat me fucked up, and I'm looking at you sideways. You locked me in the closet. Do you not see the? Do you not see the palace in which I live? And you locked me in the closet for like a week, <sighs> bitch. How dare you? Right? And she was just like, "I'm back." And then they kept trying to offer her a reward, but she was like, "No." And she was like, "No." The reward is you're gonna be my friend. And I was like, "This is creepy." It like was whole, so it was it, it was intense. It was intense. It was super intense. So like, uh, Prue and Andy walk in through the back door, and they see uh, and they have like the popcorn ready to watch this movie, ready to enjoy their date, and they're just like they have a house full of people. It's uh, Piper, Leo, Phoebe, and this random ass bitch, and they're all like, "Who the fuck is this random ass bitch?" Um, so to like figure it out, Prue's like, Andy, this is, and I love how everyone's like, um, Andy Trudeau, this is Leo Wyatt. Like, they don't gotta know each other's first and last names. Leo, Andy, Andy, Leo, handyman, boyfriend, man, talk it up. I'm trying to yell at my sisters real quick. You gotta do all formal shit, but anyway. Right. And so while the men are talking, Aviva's like, so I want to talk to you guys about being witches. Mad loud, and obviously that's not the line. She's like, "I want to talk to you about Wicca," and like, magic is a secret. It's a fucking secret. Right. It's like Fight Club. You don't talk about it, and the fact right. that you're just like, 
Is, this, is my mic on? We talking about Wicca, y'all. We talking about Wicca. Like, no cooth. She ain't got no home trainer. Like, I was like, what about hiding magic? And, and like, then on top of that, they were like, we could talk to you later about this. Like, you don't realize this is the worst time to do this. You didn't knock on our door. We were heading out. And Come and you knock on our door. We were waiting for you. <laughs> like, and then, so, like, obviously, once she says Wicca, um, uh, Piper freezes because, of course, it's like, bitch, the fuck is all about magic for? Well, she, she, she starts to, like, so she's being a biatch about the whole situation. And then, like, bro, this is not the right time. We can talk about this later. And then she makes, But I like, brought your cat back to you. She's like, but I brought your cat back. And I'm like, yeah. And then when we try to offer you money... You, you said no. And so then you like, make my man's popcorn pop because that's not suspicious at all. She's like, no, they were like, how do you know about magic? Um, Like, how do you know about this? And she's like, because I have powers too. And to show that she has powers, she starts heating up the popcorn while Andy and Leo are frozen. And they're like, bitch, you're wildin' right now. This is not, okay. Cool that you have it, but we also have plans. We have, we like, you're trying to do something. Let's talk about this later. And she's just like, no, now, like, you're being pushy. Like, like I get being excited and I get being like, okay, finally, I've been stalking y'all for, like, how, you've been stalking, you stole their cat and you stalked them. You have a stalker's journal. Like, I get you're finally interacting with your prey, but, like, you're doing the most, like, Nothing that like, you're doing you're is not putting being anybody at ease. Collected at all, at all. And then you, and you're, you're being shit. We have asked you to leave multiple times now, and you said no. And now you're, and so when Prue was very rightfully like, "Yo, you know I'm a witch, so get out or else." And she's like, "Or else what?" And then she like starts a fire in their home. And like, she likes to burns the movie. Yeah, she's th- like, girl, that's a, f- you You just threatened me. Like, you could throw fire, I could throw I you guys. I was going to knock her up against the wall because I know I would have. I would have knocked her up against the wall. And we will wall. get to that, though. There is a scene where and she And then deserves. I feel like, I'd just, at that point, I just had to explain to Andy, like, look, this is what it is. Andy would have, and, Andy and Leah would have unfroze and all you would have heard is, I was trying to get some sex. You messed up my yeah, I don't yeah. Because you know they were fucking in the car. They started fooling around in the car because his shirt his shirt was all like tuckled. <laughs> she was all happy. Her shirt was all unbuttoned. You know he was getting some over the bra action. <laughs> they were ready to just cuddle and snuggle. <laughs> and you won't be in my Ooh! Mm. I really thought she was going to fling her against the wall. And I was like, oh, look at Prue. You know Bro, what that you is? Gonna, you going to fling your daddy and not the fucking girl who, who threw fire I at you twice? The, the only reason why I believe she did not fling her is because we knew that we had 20 seconds before these men would be mm-hmm. unfrozen. unfrozen. <laughs> and is that a continuity error? 
No, it's not. No, I don't think it is. Because her, okay. her freezes okay. never really last long anyway. So No, I wasn't talking happened- about that. But if I talk too much more about it, it like jumps the shark. So we'll leave it at that. But, oh, so she should have gotten knocked out. So the popcorn, the they unfreeze with the popcorn exploding. And then Aviva walking out the door. And then they're like, yo, where did your friend go? And then Prue uses her magic to slam the door. So it sounds like Aviva left. Yeah. And then at that point, like I understand, I'm weirded out because how does popcorn explode? We didn't do nothing to the popcorn. That's that type of popcorn that you have to heat over the stove and then pull it away from the stove and then immediately remove it from the foil. So I think because it was already cooking, it got to a point where, and then they literally just came in with the movie. Yeah. So like they weren't they didn't like stop in the kitchen to cook. They literally just came in. It was like what the fuck. But remember, she do? lit the popcorn on fire and then it froze. So it was probably like no, still no. cooking in that thing. No, no, I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for Andy because I came I'm in with. He um, knows something. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. I'm asking for Leo. I know. He knows. You know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but like, either way, like this popcorn exploding out of nowhere makes no sense and nobody asks any questions. But it, like, it obviously makes sense to the witches, but to the mortals in the room, what happened? Right. And I mean, but they both kind of look like confused and they're just like, what happened? And he's probably like, oh, this is some shitty ass popcorn. How hot is your house, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so we then see... Um, dumbass back Aviva? at her house. Yes. Back at her house talking to Kali and Kali's like, was it Prue who sent you away? And she is whining about the fact that she wants sisters. And I'm like, girl, they don't, they don't want you. I was like, like this sounds pathetic. She keeps reiterating that she doesn't have a family. And it's like, you're, you live with your aunt. Like your mom is in rehab. We don't know where your deadbeat ass dad is at. And you live with your aunt. He's a deadbeat because why does she live with her aunt? Right. So so you have family. Like, your aunt gave up her attic for you, okay? You fucking- right. They probably give her boom boom room for you. And this is how you act. And like, come on. And then on top of that, like, you are so wrapped up in the fact that you want sisters. You're not concerned with the fact that this woman in the mirror is saying, well, I want their powers. Exactly. She's so like she wants to be you, able to tap into the magic of the Hallowell sisters. Like you're not. No, you're no, not no, concerned will, about no, 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 no. I will say it this way. I was. What happens is, Aviva's like, I'm so distraught. You know, I know once I become a sister, I'm gonna get everything I want. But you never told me what you want. So one, you've been doing. You kidnapped a cat, and you stalked people without knowing where her angle was. <laughs> You did that without knowing what her fucking angle was, you stupid fucking bitch. All right. That aside, she then says they are new to their magic. And so the best time to take it would be now. If that don't sound like some villainous shit, I don't know what else does. And like, no alarm bells. Like, I, I get, I understand. I know it's something that we see 
it's a trope that we see now about wanting a family and doing anything for that family or to like selling your soul to have whatever you want. But like, sis, sis, you don't like, this is feeling very like creepy and evil and wrong. It was weird. It was weird. I was just like, you don't, you don't start to go, "Hmm? excuse me. What? What? Run that back. Like, yeah. Like again, she asked you to kidnap a cat. And, like, st- and, and keep a stalker's journal. Like, like you, you send me a crisscross applesauce and this woman in the mirror is like, I want to tap into their powers. And you're just like, mm, I, I guess that's, that evens out with, you know, wanting a family. Because she says that too. She's like, well, if I can get their powers and you can get everything you want. Instead of just ringing the bell and going, hi, I'm in the neighborhood. I just moved in. My mom, you know, isn't around. And I saw you sisters hanging out and was wondering, like, if we could, you know, hang out. Like, nobody's I mean, going to stop and kidnap cats. Okay. Not even just that. Like, girl, why would you need their powers? If I'm, like, you're supposed to be some great being. Why do you need somebody else's powers? <laughs> like... Now, you want enough power to give me power, but you over here using me to steal somebody else's power? You see how that And I know, like, she's only in high school, but I feel like... Math is math. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would have been like, um, can we talk a little bit more about this? Just uh, can we can we fully flesh this out? Cause there is some uh, there's some plot holes that I'm missing. Right? It, ugh, it just it's it's just it, weird. But anyway, we jump to one of the saddest scenes in the episode. I wouldn't I wouldn't say one of the saddest scenes. I said in the episode. It, I mean, cause to me, it doesn't make any sense that she sent him away. So we find out the next morning that Prue told Annie that he had to go, which to me made no sense. Like Aviva left. No. Here's why I'll give her the grace. This bitch is dropping. She threw fire at me. And she said, Wicca in front of like, I got to figure out who this person is and deal with this immediate threat because my night is thrown off. That's what you should have done. But she did. So then that's so yeah, it doesn't make any right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that you sent him away because you should have spent that time researching or just going to his house. Right. Yes, like if you were so concerned, y'all could have actually went to the movies. Y'all could have gone to his house because it's not like you ain't been in his house before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what the bed sheets look like, like. Exactly. I find that she's taking this whole like I'm a witch. The precaution. And I, yeah, it's it's over the top, especially when you see like Piper still living her life and Phoebe ain't got no job, so she just dicking everything down. I mean gawk gawk three thousand. It's, uh, it's it's literally 
should have got off the pot because yes, I understand dating an inspector. He's going to be naturally curious every time you dip and whatever. But you know, the heart and the pussy wants what the heart and the pussy wants. So it's right. two masters. But at one point, you literally have to should have got off the pot because it's literally unfair. It's um like. First of all, and he says that I, he says that I don't cake for no man, but it is unfair. It was unfair, and then she kept saying like, "If I tell you, it would be betraying somebody else's secret." Um, so same time, same place, but we probably can't watch the movie because, as we know, that the movie is burnt. And I mean, he's trying. Like at some point in time, like I'd be like, "Girl, like." What do you do? Honestly, I, I, what, I feel like if honestly, I was Trudeau, I would have ran a background check <laughs> just to make sure I didn't no felon. <laughs> not even just that. I literally would have suggested a change of venue because, like, bitches ain't gonna pop it over at Andy House. They not. Andy well, locked right. his door. Y'all could have went to Andy's house, something like that, because we all know that the manor is a. The manor is a main staple. It has yeah. two entries. It's always going to be where, but it's gonna, it's a main plot place. It's right. like Central Perk. It's like Luke's. It's it's the place. It's the peach pit. It's a main set <laughs> plot. I mean, I just feel like if she really, I, I, you know what? If you would, you you would do it. Like if you wanted to, you would. And yeah. I just don't think like she really wanted to. That's yeah. what it is. And she's hurting my boy, and I don't appreciate it. I mean, but we all know, you know, he full of shit too, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you fuck it up. It's not me. Right. So you giving right. him you giving him the upper leg, and it's like, no, please stop. But so anyway. We see through talking to Phoebe about Aviva. Um, and Phoebe's like, you know, Fru's like, you know, that bitch is weird. Who is she? Yeah, because like Why Phoebe's like you being, <laughs> Phoebe was like you were being kind of like harsh, and it's like no, I really wasn't. She was weird. She was pushy, and for all we know, she probably stole our cat. Right? Spoiler, she did. She fucking did, bro. I wrote Phoebe is a dummy. Because Prue made good. Not like here's the thing though. Prue made good points, and all Phoebe could do was look at her, and the camera literally hands to Phoebe just looking at her with nothing to say and it's she's a dummy I know she's a dummy I wrote down prove the only one who got sense what's not clicking and what did Jeremy say honestly what did Jeremy say is going in the theme song (laughs) (laughs) it is what did Jeremy say Every episode, they always gonna ask, they always gonna say, what did Jeremy say? Something like that. Either way, either way, what did Jeremy say is is the title of our podcast theme song, anyway. It just, it bothers me because Phoebe is so, like, you can't be this stupid. She could be a good witch like us, bitch. She burnt y'all movie and this popcorn and would not leave willingly to come and talk because it wasn't like get the fuck out bitch don't come back to my house no more if I if I if you come back it's on site bitch I'ma shank you they were like nah this is not the time and place we need to talk about this at a later time and she got aggressive and Phoebe's just like well she brought back kid she brought back and kid so 
And they were like, she probably stole Kit, bitch. Oh my God. I just feel like it just bothers me how much Phoebe, like, I know, like, she's the younger sister, but I got to think back and wonder if our little sister would do the same. Like, no, Thomason would never. Thomason would absolutely the fuck never. But like, you know, bothers me too. Phoebe was like, in Thomason New York for a, a year. Come on, say How it. Can pick Come up on, on say it. Come on, How say it. How can you pick up none of these, like, none of this makes sense? Stranger it's danger. Because even. Hold your keys when you walk in at night just in case you got to shank somebody. Like, where did even she Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw got robbed for her shoes twice. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, where did she stay? What did she do? Because she has no no. sense of, like, anything outside of herself. Carrie Bradshaw got robbed for her shoes at gunpoint and robbed for her shoes at a party. And Phoebe can't even put two thoughts together of being like, there's danger. Like so then, and this is where I still don't under. It gets worse. I just wish I had more space because I'm so mad. It's so fucking. She's so stupid. It gets worse. It gets worse. So Prue and Piper, Prue and Piper go to work. Phoebe ain't got no job, so she stayed at home. And the phone rings, and it's Aviva, and we know from two episodes ago. It is an unlisted number. Well, no, 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 no. Kit, Kit, that's how she got the number because they put the number on the flyers. Um. Okay. Okay. I guess because she did show up. Like (laughs) you already returned, Kit. Don't call me. No, no, no. So I had I hadn't put this in a note, and we completely bypassed it, but. Um, I was like, they slid some like little kink humor in there because uh, when uh, Leah was looking for Kit up the chimney, they were like, "Oh, she's not up there." Like she has one on her collar, right? And they're like, "Yes, a very distinctive collar." And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it is, yeah, it is. <laughs> you talking about collars, baby? But um, yeah, it's it's um, I believe that they're both. The flyer had their phone number on it. One, right, and I believe right. it. Yeah, but either so, way, this is a teenager calling you at like eleven o'clock in the morning, talking about how you want to hang out. Well, we know it's not eleven o'clock in the morning because they had to go to work, so it's a little bit earlier than that. So Phoebe, 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 and Aviva meet at Aviva's school, and this bitch cuts class. Not only does she cut class. This car, this convertible that she's driving, because this is a, like, I don't even know what make and model this car is, but it's too good for a teenager. It's too good. even before we get to the car, she sees Phoebe and is mad aggressive and calls Prue a bitch. And I'm not a bitch. And Phoebe's just like, <laughs> how is that no, 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 no. She was like... Prue's not a bitch. She's just protective. And she's like, it's funny that you know I was talking about Prue and not Piper. Because Piper's pussy at this point. Piper ain't got no voice. She just go with majority. So, and the only person who was pressing you 
was proof. So who the fuck else could you be talking to? Because if you talk about Piper, now I really got to fuck you up. Because Piper didn't even say nothing. It don't even matter. Like, I don't even care. Like, the fact that I knew it was proof, it don't matter. Because you don't know me. Like, you don't know us. So the fact that you feel comfortable enough to call my sister, I can call my sister a bitch. You cannot call my sister a bitch. And it's, and like, it's just on top of that, no red flags anywhere. No, 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 no. They are pink flags. They are fucking pink flags. They're not red. Because she literally, she is DWing this shit. She's literally like, this sign doesn't apply to me because I can't read. Because, girl, you, she recognizes the behavior. The acting cues let me know that she, she's like, I don't, like, this is a lot, but I'm still going to trust her. Because you see her look at her lips sometimes and be like, <sighs> okay, bitch, and continuing. Like, she's looking at Aviva kind of like, you doing, doing too the- much. You, she's looking at her like your drunk best friend who's doing too much in the club, but that's still your best friend. And like, no. But you're not best friends. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't that, that, know her well enough to like, to give just her be dismissing these things. Right, right. And that's what bothers me. That's, that's the problem with the episode because like, girl, prove again, Prue made multiple good points on why she felt some type of way about this bitch being in her house and why she don't trust her. And you had no comeback. You had literally, well, you know, <sighs> she she was like, oh, maybe she's like a witch like us and just finally happy that she has somebody to talk to about it. And it's like, that's not how you go about it. That's not how you, that's not how you make friends. That's not how you make fucking friends. No, not at all. So we... Cut to Leo coming to Quake. And he's like, you, girl, this is nice. You owe all this. This, this is all you. You, <laughs> you make him money. find out, though, that Piper's no longer the chef, but she manages the place. So she's leveled up. She's hired yeah. the chef. She is now, like, she's she's the boss now. Before she was doing both, but now she's, she's just, you know. I feel like, I feel like this, you know how, like, the first season was shot out of order. I feel mm-hmm. that, like, because Piper has been acting as a manager for a while. But she was also like still the, the chef. No, I know. But I feel that, like, Piper being a man, like, girl, I feel like she was calling herself the manager before. And now she she's was, just saying she it was. with her chest. And she's just saying it with her chest for Leo. Right. She's like, you know, if you were me, you got a girl that work, got a job, can pay the bills. I know. I mean, she, she very desperately, she very desperately pays for lunch because she said, because again, Leo's bringing over the samples, um, like the paint samples. And she's like, let's go over it over lunch. And he's like, he looked at her like lunch, bitch. And she's like, on the house. I mean, she worked there. No, it's not the fact that she works it. I completely understand. It's the fact that, like, he looked at her like, ugh, you wallet, and you threw the free lunch out there to keep him there. Have some fucking pride. Have some fucking pride. I didn't take it that way. I took it as he was shocked that she wanted to sit down and have lunch with him over mm. the paint samples. I didn't take it as you were wilding. But he did ask if Phoebe worked there, and then... I think my notice is this home. Yep, was that homophobic? Because um, 
Piper goes, oh, no, nah, she's at probably at one of her lesbian or gay meetings. I didn't think that was what? homophobic. I think she was, you know, she a lesbian and, you know, that takes her out the running. But she also goes like, no, Phoebe no, no. works here. Phoebe ain't got no job. No, I know. It's just like, it's a thing in the 90s of them just throwing, like, yes. gay out there. And also, I do, I do think what, that Leo more was being very... He was being we'll very like. We'll get there. Wait, get where? Because that comes up again. Oh, it does come up again. Episode. Yeah. Um, I think that Leah was being very cute because he he was dropping some like Mayan knowledge over yeah. the samples. He was flexing his big brains too. He was like, "All right, well, you know, you a manager, but you know, I got I, I got knowledge." I just love how every on this show has like encyclopedic knowledge of shit. Like Prue never has to open up a laptop or a computer to like know anything. Everything is always in the back of her head. And here Leo is talking about Mayan knowledge and whatnot. I like a man who you know. Uh, I mean, I love a man who can continue a conversation. I was like, ooh. I do like me some Brian (laughs) Klaus. Um, so then we like we get this nice fun scene of finally because and honestly, Piper is doing her best Piper freakum dress because yes, I'm at work. The sweaters are gone. She's in a nice black mini dress, you know. Yeah. She was like, at you know, home, she's with me. Look at all this, and it hasn't been touched as much as Phoebe. <laughs> oh, but when I call her in and out, it's a problem. Anyway. <laughs> What's the name of this episode? <laughs> the fourth sister, aka In and Out. <laughs> um, but speaking of In and Out, we go back to a very like I'm grossed out by this interaction because yeah. at no point does Phoebe, a grown adult, be like, "Girl, you're wilding." Because all she's like, what are you doing? And all like Aviva says it's like the same thing I'm sure you used to do. And she's like, Yeah, I did used to cut school. <laughs> and I'm like, you are the adult in this situation. You are like, at no point yeah. do you be like, girl, nah. Right? You, you don't have that. So like, if you if you know you're like, whatever, you're gonna cut, it's not my business, I'm not your parent. Why would you bring her back? To the manor. Why would you take her to like Panera Bread? Or to Quake. Because Quake is a restaurant and not a bar. Right. Like why would you not. Well I figured she didn't want to really be around the sisters. So like why. would Especially you know what happened the night before. Why would you well, take her to like. Unfortunately. McDonald's. I mean, I know she ain't got no job. Never mind. Never no, mind. the reason why I said Quake is because unfortunately in that scene. While the three sisters are there discussing like what happened the night before the only people who have anything to say are P- are phoebe and prue piper's just like nodding along so it wouldn't really be a problem to take her to quake because piper don't gotta fucking say she said nothing she was just like yeah you know catch me showing she's up kinda, she's like y'all can focus on that and i'm gonna focus yeah. Y'all, can, y'all can do what y'all want. So, yeah. But you know what? Go, Piper. She got her eye on the prize and she don't care what's going on around her. This Unlike like, Prue. I, really, I literally wrote, y'all never respect Prue because you literally fucked up my night last night and you bring this bitch back in my house again? Again? And then it's showing her around 
the manor. This is our kitchen. This is our bathroom. This is our This is our conservatory, also known as like it's a fancy place for dining room. Blah 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 blah. And then like And it's just giving her all the details. She's letting Aviva know about the whole triangle. Remember when the dad showed up, how she was like, yeah, we rich read from a book. The minute she's, the minute, the fucking minute, the stupid ass fucking, oh, wow, why access coming out? Wow. Whew. Sorry. The minute she can talk about witchcraft, she starts like gushing at the mouth. She has no filter. And it's like, girl. Do you think it's the minute she can talk about witchcraft? Or do you think it's the, the minute like somebody pays attention to her? And just no, I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest, because she loves to drop the fact that she's a witch. Because in the episode again, where she where they do the love spell, she's like, oh, I'm not an angel. I'm a witch. And then when dad comes up and brings it up, he says about how I haven't seen the book of shadows. And they're like, you know, the book of shadows. And he's like, yeah, I know the book of shadows. And then she just starts talk about how they got their powers and everything. You're right, you're right. She has a magical opening. She starts talking about it. And it's like, girl, you might as well just give her your social, you stupid bitch. So another red flag. Phoebe asks Aviva how she knows that the sisters are witches. And Aviva tells her that she's been trained by like, she's like, I have a witch, a mentor, a high priestess. And she told me about you. That's not a red flag. Because the only people that know about you are demons. You're right. What's your That's teacher's name? Flag. I literally know. What's your teacher's name? Why and are you asking about and, my room? And Phoebe, no, like at this point, Phoebe looks suspicious, but still like brings her into the room. She's like, well, I want to meet her. And she's like, all right, let's, let's go into the room. And they go into like Phoebe's room, but like. No, they, they're and, heading. No, yeah, they are in Phoebe's room. Yeah. It's just so, so you, so you know that like. She's not just any type of witch. If to go and meet her, you have you're still in the house. Like none of this is like not even just this that. Don't make no sense. Not even just that, girl. The way Aviva asked about her room was <laughs> ew. Ew. She was like, so which one is your room? Let's go up there. And like, girl. She cut school, got into a, a convertible, drove your bitch ass home, and like now she won't be in your room. This is she wants to wear your skin, sis. She wants to wear your skin. Like this is <laughs> this is creepy. Like and she's like, it just like, seems like Phoebe is so emotionally starved. Like maybe if you stop thinking with your vagina, and like. Get a job and like do something on your day to day basis. You wouldn't fall into like these because they're not even good. Aviva's not even good at like luring Phoebe. If Phoebe just like stopped for two seconds, no, you know what, thought, no. none of this makes any sense. We missed a whole part. What happens with Phoebe is Phoebe is Phoebe's a frog. <laughs> You might, I don't know. Remember the Power Rangers movie when the Black Ranger was pouting because he was a flog? She's so sad that she only has a shitty ass premon- She has a passive power. You're right. You're right. And like Aviva is here's Aviva with this cool ass 
um, power, that she could throw fire. And she's just like, oh, I wish I had power like that, blah, 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 blah. So she's like, she's she's jealous and she's starved for attention. I would still be concerned though. Like how you get these powers oh, though? No, a thousand percent. Like, the right questions aren't, I mean, and she starts to ask the right questions. It doesn't make sense. She looks a little concerned and then continues to still like lead her into I'm her not, room. I'm not, like she's a child. She's under the age of 18. This girl literally left school and showed up on your property. Like, and she left school, drove you home, and now is asking questions about your home and your bedroom. Like, where is Chris Hansen? What's happening? <laughs> I'm so like, ugh. They go into Phoebe's room. You see Kali briefly appear in the mirror. And Aviva is showing her her powers in like a positive light. So she has the dead plant. Um, and then it comes back to life. And then Prue is like, what the fuck is going on in my house? What, what the is fuck this? is going on? Why are you bringing this bitch back to my house? And this bitch immediately starts ripping into Prue. And at that point, me and my sister should have jumped you. Me and my sister should have jumped you. Because you in my face screaming, get the fuck out. Well, she obviously, this is she didn't say that, but that's the energy she was given. How Phoebe getting calmed by a teenager. Prue's home. Aviva got some damn nerves. Girl, she was out here screaming. She was out here like, oh. Get out of her room. This is her house too. She treats you as bad as my aunt treats me. So you have a family. And on so top of that, your aunt don't treat you that bad. Your aunt just lets you know that you are a petulant child and you need to stop it. So yeah, okay. So Prue treats. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I, can see that. I did like, write down that you shouldn't blow out candles. Because then you lose you the intention when you blow out, you're supposed to snuff them out. I did write that down. That was your little witch fact. Also, like the whole night was killed. And I just, I don't know. When I have a bad day, I'd be like, do, 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 do. Mel, how long are you going to be in the garage? Because my back needs to be blown out. Like, <laughs> sex, is a, sex is a serotonin for me. So I feel like if I'm having a bad evening, the person, who can make it better has just walked in the house. None of y'all. He showed me. up with Keonti. He showed up with Keonti and was just like, let's he get it popping. Love her down. And she's just like letting Aviva ruin her night. Aviva is gone. Go back to his house. Go see a movie. Go park by the Golden State Bridge or whatever it's called and make out like teenagers. Like, Girl, you are messing this up for all of us. All of us. I literally wrote, fuck this little girl, shaking my fucking head. I hate her. Because Aviva is a bitch. <laughs> because, like, there's no way that you can't, like, see that your behavior is unhinged. I'm sorry. This is unhinged, single white female behavior. And, like, I understand that. Aviva is supposed to be this girl who is searching for a family. Her dad is a deadbeat. Her mom's a drug addict in rehab. Her aunt consistently yells at her for whatever, for keeping her stink ass room. 
but like we're supposed to feel like we're supposed to feel sorry for her, but we have no reason to. Bro, your bedroom is bigger than mine. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like her aunt is trying her best, and nobody like, and I understand from a teenager's perspective, it doesn't look like your aunt's trying your best, but like your sister is in rehab. Who's paying for that? Because dad's not around. So I'm pretty sure the aunt got to pay for that. Then you got to take her her child who don't respect you and is always like not doing what she's supposed to do and cutting school. So now you got this added stress that you ain't have before. Your boom boom room is now a child's room. Like, and she's weird. Yeah, because yeah, so like the see, so after like Aviva storms out because once again, Prue has been like, get the fuck out of my house. I hate you. Like, why are you even here? Like, and honestly, Prue don't even say nothing. And like, which makes me, I hate that there's so many like silent moments and silent beats in this episode because Aviva is screaming at Prue, talking about how you don't respect her. This is her house too. You treat me like shit. She treats you like shit. Ah, ah, ah. And Phoebe is trying to calm Aviva down. And Prue is just like, you got five minutes to get out of my house before I blink you out of my house. <laughs> and she should have just said that shit. She should have just said that shit. Because you know that's what she was thinking. She was like, can I get away with my hands on this child? Yes, because I'm not going to put my hands on her physically. I'm going to use my eyes. I'm going to blink her away from me. Yeah, but we also, know that got, uh, we also know that Aviva ain't got no problem speaking inappropriately at the wrong times. So... I know she, and I, I honestly, I don't even think that she would blink. I really think that she would put this hand, put her hands around this little girl's throat because what are you do? Like, you need a therapist. Like, I understand. Maybe that's the one thing that I would say about the aunt, Aunt Jackie. Should have put her in therapy so that she can manage her emotions well, a little bit better. Because aunt girl, Jackie already paid for rehab. She can't afford rehab and therapy. So we find out Ooh, so what again. If, what if it's like? Wait, what if it's like at Cable Vision? When they pay for your fucking therapy, like your rehab. Because they keep your benefits going, don't they? They do. They do. Maybe. I I don't think the mom worked, though. We never know what kind of, we never, she just said that she's in rehab. We never know, like, if it's pills, booze, you know, the funner stuff, the harder stuff. We don't know. But anyway, this, Aviva runs out of um the manor and right back to her house. Um, but we also Jackie find comes- out that um, Prue, ruined the- Prue doesn't want to do the night anymore. And she's she calms Andy down. And they're going to try again at Quake at 1 o'clock the next day. Hoping that nothing goes wrong. Yeah, whatever. Um, so on Jackie burst into Aviva's room. And she's like, bitch, truancy Wait, not calls. Yet. Not yet. Yeah. So before we get into Aunt Jackie bursting into the room, um, Aviva is looking at Kali and they're having a conversation. And Kali thinks that if Prue hadn't walked in, oh, this shit. Um, Aviva would have been able to lure Phoebe to their side. And so Aviva's like really angry at Prue. And then the door is closed. So Aunt Jackie bursts in. And she's like, who are you talking to? And I also found out that you cut school and you want answers. And- all that shit. Yeah, and then and it's just like, and then Kali sets on Jackie on fire. Right. Well, she lights her dress on fire, and on Jackie starts this shrieking. This scene out. was so bad. 
I'm, it definitely was one of those like life alert commercial scenes. Yes. Where it's just like, I'm falling and I can't get up. It was definitely she one has, of those. She hella. She was in like three quarters into the room, is frantic out of the room, bounces off the other wall, and then falls. And falls down the stairs. And like, Poor on Jackie. She don't deserve this shit. She honestly doesn't. You know, She's gone through enough. Know. Her sister is in rehab. Her 16-year-old niece is a cunt muscle. And like, I just... Uh, on Jackie needs some dick and a vacation. So, she then for the cops come. <laughs> sorry. I just like, oh shit, her name is on Jackie. And homegirl was just on the episode of Connors with on Jackie. <laughs> she can't escape it. So the cops come and the EMS comes and they take uh they take her to the hospital. And she my doesn't note is, my note is the cops will be like, Booker Dano, she did it, she did it, lock her the fuck up. Because not right, only so she not doesn't go to the hospital and then she says something to the effect of like, oh, she just fell down the stairs, and I don't know what happened oh or and like she, she she walks away like kind of triumphantly she looks she has like yeah a like she didn't really give a shit they hadn't even left the house yet and you going back in your room and closing the door where's daryl and, and on vacation again <laughs> daryl would have been like uh... no daryl would be like it's a girl she's a hundred pounds soaking wet she couldn't have no, done it no no, Daryl would have said something sexist. I know. He'd have been like, I guess they were fighting over like whose turn it was to do the dishes. <laughs> or some stupid yep, yep, shit like yep. that. It just, it didn't like, it was weird. And then she, Kali tells her to go back to the sister's house because if Phoebe's on their side, then Phoebe, then Piper would ease. And I'm just like, put some respect on Piper's name. Okay. Like Piper is not as dumb as Phoebe. She don't give a shit because she's trying to work her, she has other her charm on Leo. But no she's not intended. as dumb as Phoebe. Nah. She's not as dumb as Phoebe. And she goes back. Oh, and then she also tells her, like, if she kills Prue, she can take her place in the power of three. And Aviva's just like... That makes sense. Something? Yeah, that does. That, 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 like, that makes in your head, sense. You have it. You've gone from wanting a family to taking out the matriarch and taking her place. You went from wanting a family to kidnapping a cat to stalking to murder. I mean, I feel like we watched enough Dateline episodes. Didn't you watch that Dateline episode earlier this year where the the girl wanted to... Where, like, you like this tracks, this behavior isn't weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, didn't she, like, want the, the, the guy and so she ends up, like, stalking and kidnapping and then murdering his ex his his girlfriend at the time. I feel like we watched oh, something that, like that. It was a 2021 where they yeah, got kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, we watched all my shows. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I mean so I mean it definitely tracks. It's not like out of the ordinary. <laughs> it's not out of the ordinary, but it doesn't fit with this show. Mm-hmm. It, Jeremy did say Jeremy, it would be coming. <laughs> That's 
sorry. So this is a sad song that's going to be added to the fucking playlist. But Jeremy Spoken today. Sorry. That is a Pearl Jam reference about a school shooting. Oh, I'm not putting... After what just happened last week, that's what you want me to put in the playlist? I mean, Jeremy was a true bully and not Kyle or whatever this piece of shit's name is. I don't... So, I'm just going to keep going. We're not going to stay on that. So, Aviva goes back (laughs) to the manor. And I don't know... If I was cool, I'd have been like, bitch, what does your aunt being in the hospital have to do with you being here? Why are you not at the hospital with your aunt? You can stay by yourself. Like, you are old enough to stay in the house. My is, you're grown. You have a license. You can stay by yourself. Like, you don't, you don't need me. And, like, here's the thing. Like, a character like Aviva, this should have been like a two-part episode, or we should have been introduced to Aviva maybe in like episode three of her like watching the, the sisters or whatever from afar, because you just plopping her in this episode makes no sense. Because yes, if my aunt did mysteriously burn herself and fall, fall down a flight of stairs, I may not want to stay with my aunt. I may want to hang out with my friends and hang out with them and feel better. But she has no friends. Girl, girl, I was getting to that. I was, I was like, so like the one, the need of wanting to like be around people isn't weird when like bad stuff happens, but like you don't know them and they don't know you. So like hang out at the fucking hospital with the one person that you do know, ho, the fuck? It you was, feel, it was you don't feel so... no type of way about your aunt. Like your aunt got injured because of you and there's like no remorse. Because she's a sociopath. Which is why I think it was so easy to go from I want family to let me go stop them, to let me go kidnap their cat, to murder. Because she has no empathy. And then like, on top of that, you still haven't told them how you know about them. Because in the scene, you're like, I I need some rest. And I'll tell you tomorrow. No, bitch, if you want rest in my African-American household, you're going to tell me now. Like, and I, I feel, like, and I know it's a plot device to move it forward, but I feel like Prue would have no, been like, we've, mm-hmm. asked, we've asked you three times now. And at the third time, like, I literally have a three strikes rule. I asked you how you knew that that first day you came in here popping popcorn. I asked you again when you broke out of school, and I'm asking you now that your aunt is injured, and you have three—you have had three opportunities to fucking tell me, and you keep dodging that shit. You won't and see then these the hands. story, and I know they wouldn't know that, but the story that she tells the girls about what happened to her aunt is different than the story that she told the cops. Either way, I mean, and I mean, I know gave, they wouldn't know that, but like, girl. Girl. You're thinking like investigation discovery and not like charms. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So after promising like, Prue that she wouldn't use magic, Prue lets her sleep in Phoebe's room. And she's not asleep because Kali appears in the mirror late at night and was like, now is the time to go to Prue. 
and Aviva really was going to try to do crew dirty. That's why I was like, how would you explain that? How would you explain crew dying? Like, we know you can throw fire. It's not like you didn't already show us that you can throw fire. We like if we smell charred flesh, we know who we know who the fucking match, bitch. Yeah. Although I do like the okay, so she starts, you know, cocking her arm back to build the fire, and then fucking Piper is like, "Hey, what you doing, ho? Uh, 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 just looking for the bathroom. Not like that. No, the fuck you weren't." And Piper did look in on Prue to make sure that Prue was okay, but not enough alarm bells went off for me because she was suspicious. But again, like she's not in this to give a fuck about. This little girl, she's trying to get her man. No, 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 no. I get that, and I get that. But up until the point where you see this girl started to, like, fucking Prince Zuko this shit, <laughs> you need to fucking, like, that switches. Like, yeah, I, uh, girl, I love disassociating and tuning people the fuck out. But what, when I smell danger or hear danger or see danger, that shit is danger, over. Danger. That shit is over. No. It's been like so, you were you were staring at my sister sleeping long enough to know that this wasn't a bathroom. That's all I'm gonna say. Right, right. And she doesn't mention it the next day, but the next morning Prue's like, I gotta go see Aunt Jackie. I need more information. And I'm just like, bitch, no, you don't. Actually, Phoebe I don't, don't have a job. Send Phoebe, send no, this bitch to school. No, no. But she no. got a date. I don't care. No. When she gonna start Send thinking about herself? Phoebe, keep an eye on your new best friend, apparently, because y'all hoes, y'all just fucking scissoring, I guess, or whatever. But um, not only did she go to see Aunt Jackie, and Aunt Jackie's like, yo, something wrong with this girl. She not wrapped too tight. Nah. Aunt Jackie was like, how do you know? Wait, Aunt Jackie asking the right questions. Yes. Why am I niece with you? I don't even know you. What's going on? Aunt Jackie got black friends. Aunt Jackie definitely had a black husband but she and black friends. Still, still the beans though, because she was like, "Yo, there's like voodoo, black magic. I be hearing voices that ain't hers. It's weird, bro. It's weird." And then what happens also is Aunt Jackie's like, "Well, how do you know her?" And she's like, "Well, she returned my cat." And Aunt Jackie was like, "So that's what she had in the closet." confirmation that she had this cat for days. <laughs> and Prue did look like, I knew that bitch was lying. <laughs> I can't, she was like, I can't wait to tell Phoebe that this bitch broke into our house. And at no point did she was like, I can't wait to tell Phoebe that what this bitch did, that this bitch broke into our house. Slash, we really should get a fucking alarm system. We really should. Right? That they, I feel like they talk about, but they, they, they just won't get. So, she gets the permission from Aunt Jackie to go to the house to get clothes. I mean, we all know that she wasn't going to get clothes because she go into Aviva's room and she starts looking everywhere and she finds the candles and stuff in her closet. Well, um, Kali kind of like flashes in the mirror and like you yeah. hear it and which causes Prue to turn around, which why would you do that? Why would you just take Prue out right then and there? Because we've already seen you. Well, no, there wasn't fire lit. So that was probably what happened. 
We were because I was gonna say like you could have killed Prue right then and there, but there were no candles, so she couldn't manipulate fire. But anyway, Prue turns around and sees the diary on the um sees Aviva's oh, diary on all the floor. You needed with this diary was some cut up newspaper. <laughs> girl. This girl was like, and Callie said, I just gotta follow them for three more days so we can get their power. Like she spills all the beans in the diary. I mean, who else Murder. wants to spill it to? Like, all right, okay. And then instead of like taking the diary with her, Prue leaves the diary and heads and like calls Phoebe, like, keep that bitch there. No, because you don't even need the fucking diary. You don't need the fucking diary because Prue just was like, I don't like this bitch. I didn't trust this bitch. This scene pisses me off. And Phoebe does this shit all the time. And she just needs to get slapped. Just one time, Prue just needs to like fight her and beat her ass up. Prue calls Phoebe, says, I'm coming home. Do not let Aviva out of your sight. The moment Prue hangs up the phone, Aviva goes, I'm so tired. Can I go sleep in your room? Okay. No, Piper, no. Um, Phoebe's like, oh, that was Prue. She's on her way home and we're going to talk or whatever. And she's just like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Can I take a nap until she comes? And that don't sound suspicious, but she was just up here reading a magazine. I'm watching you read a magazine in my parlor, like. Whatever. She's like, yeah, okay, sure. And then she lets her out of her sight after you were just told to not let her out of your sight. Like, not even 35 seconds have passed, and you have done the exact thing she has told you to not do. Like, come on. Like, you had one job. One job. She don't know how to hold down a job, which is why she can't hold down this job. Anyway, so, and I think also the scene leads to, like, it closes out the uh, the Leo arc um, mm-hmm. because Leo was like, oh, this just needs one more stain. And then he starts to ask Phoebe if she's a lesbian, like if her and Aviva are scissoring because they're giving me scissoring. Like, get yeah, granted, um, Piper said what she said. Like she was either going, like her she gay could, lesbian he meeting. Even, like get it out. He was just like, so are you guys uh uh you know. <laughs> and and uh, Phoebe's like, what? And he's like, well, Piper said, and then Phoebe starts, you know, talking about how Piper hears voices and takes medication and has <laughs> a bunch of therapists. Cat number two is trying to come climb up on me right now, and I'm trying not to let it happen. <laughs> so <laughs> after that scene, um, Phoebe sees Aviva's jacket or whatever on, on a chair, on the back of the chair. Girl, it took way too long for you to get this premonition. She was like, is that gas or... (gasps) Nope, premonition. That's what it was. I'm so done with you. (laughs) And the premonition is um, Prue opening up the door and Aviva hitting her with the fireball. Mm Mm-hmm. And Phoebe runs up to... uh, um, Prue's bedroom because this is where the premonition occurs, and just like the premonition, as soon as the door opens, <laughs> as soon as the door opens, um, Aviva throws a fireball, and um, and with this magic hoodie, 
she is saved because the fireball doesn't penetrate the hoodie. It just sets it on fire. So you mean to tell you you're trying to tell me the fireball that was gonna be so intense to murder Prue was defeated by a hoodie. Well, I think she also realizes that it's Phoebe because she's like, oh, and I think that's why it wasn't as powerful. It does burn her on the arm though. Aviva runs out. I mean, Aviva always run in. Run away, love. No, here's the thing though. Not, we're not putting that sad song in a playlist either. We're not. We're not. If I can't do Jeremy, we're not doing that Kiki Palmer ass song. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Phoebe had enough time to knock that bitch's head between the wall. She had enough. She had enough time. Because Aviva, she's like, Phoebe and stands up. And Aviva waits. She doesn't immediately just run out. Because she's so like, shocked. Yeah. And then she like shimmies past Phoebe. Bitch, while you were shimmying, I was knocking your head between the walls. Are you fuck? You do I literally saw you have a premonition about tr- that you try to murder my sister. And then you threw a fireball at me. I mean, the but fireball- she let her go in, in Prue's face this entire episode. So, I mean, this is, you know, par for the course. Like, I'm not expecting her to do anything. I'm not- I just want to say that with Prue... Trying to protect Phoebe, she has again messed up with Andy. And I'm sick of her. I'm I'm oh like it's so it's so pathetic. Cause no, nah, fuck it. No, no. Absolutely the fuck not. You have a premonition that she is trying to murder your sister. She still and she goes through with it. To the point that you are hurt and you're not even upset for yourself. For yourself. No. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like. So the next scene the is. fucking link. <laughs> Yo, she made me so mad. My accent almost came out on this fucking podcast. You fuck let me know price. when you, you want to rant or we can proceed to the next scene. She's so stupid. My God. <laughs> You just got this new mic. You just got this new mic. It's not even in front of me. It's to the side. It's to the side. And you yelled in my ear earlier. So we even, Steven. We even, Steven. I just don't want to hear that you don't want to buy a new mic. Okay? All right. I mean, Thomason has a mic for me. and It's, it's <laughs> That's bad what... enough that I got to deal with your shitty ass internet. I don't want to deal with your bad mic. Look, man. Look. I just feel like you keep coming at me like my name is Aviva or Phoebe. And I'm it's coming not at you fair. like your name is Phoebe, okay? You are the weakest link. Bitch, I got a job, bitch. Okay. Okay. I am employed. Multiple checks, okay? Trump wanna... checks. No! Guys, the look of horror when I finished that. I, just, I felt so betrayed. I, I mean, but you started it, okay? You started it. 
And I will never finish it that way because look, it's 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 classic. You gotta finish it. No. Okay. I mean, no. if you were to treat me like the bone collector, then you need to just finish it. I will not take offense. I'm sure you don't cash. I mean, well, you did cash Trump checks earlier this year. Are you talking about the stimulus? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, I'm gonna I'm... fucking hate you. <laughs> and I didn't cash that shit. It went on my direct deposit, okay? <laughs> God. So, <laughs> Why would you curse the podcast? I'm sorry, guys. That was funny, though. You got to finish it. You got to finish it. So we see uh, Peru, Piper, and Leo are tending to Phoebe because she got burned on her arm. Phoebe says, Phoebe tells Leo that her sweater got too close to one of Aviva's candles. And then Prue kind of shoes him along. He says, don't you got that estimate that you got to go and look at? Go, go do that. Go do that. Finally. And after Leo leaves, don't be kicking my boo out. After Leo leaves, Phoebe tells Prue and Piper what really happened. Prue tells, um, tells them that she thinks she knows what's going on. Well, no, here's what happened. Which is, this doesn't make any sense. This does not okay. make any sense because Phoebe's like, Prue, you are right. Uh, this bitch is evil. And she's like, nah, she not. She possessed by this bitch named Callie. How you know this? How do you know? How do you know? If well, they know really that she went to. Me? How will I know? Every heartbeat. How will I know? Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> we got a little dance break there. Um, how does she know? How does she know? Well, they do know that they go, that she went to. Um, no, what I'm saying aunt. is, she meets the. But I'm saying is, she has like encyclopedia. Like, she's like, yeah, um, she's being like possessed by Cal. Well, she says that she thinks, and she says, let's get more information. And so they go to the attic to go check the Book of Shadows. So she wasn't 100% certain, but we know that she was like, let me get more information. That's when they go to the attic to go check the book of shadows. So before they get to the attic, it switches back over and we see Aviva back at her house. She's taking all of her witch stuff in a backpack. She's like, I don't want to use my powers anymore. I don't want to do this. And then Kali goes, if you touch the mirror, I will take back your powers and I will leave. Tempted to touch. Tempted to touch. Sorry. I'm just, this scene was so stupid to me. I'm just and I just was like, I'm just going to sing different is that what songs. You think? Is that what you think is going to happen? And this bitch really hit the Amari on and went, touch. He was like, don't be afraid to touch. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, touch me, tease me. <laughs> touch me, tease me. Oh. Oh, look. Okay, look. We gotta move on. So instead of taking her powers <laughs> away... Hey, we gotta pad this, this the playlist out. We gotta add mad sauce in the playlist. <laughs> instead of um, touching Aviva, or taking the powers away from Aviva, she possesses her. You see her eyes get like all like orangey yellow, like she got jaundice. No, it and... looks like fire cat eyes. And when I say fire cat eyes, I, know, I don't yeah. mean like I don't I'm to the audience. I'm not saying that they were fire. Like as in me. the Look at me. She got under cat eyes. <laughs> Why? What is wrong with you? 
Why are you this way? She do. Look at them with your eyes. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Yo, that did come up in my Facebook memories. Um, the other day, it did. It did. I still love you. Oh, but look, it was, it up. It, it I is. Will it not. is. I will not. I will not. Because I don't want anything to do with that person or that name showing up in my Google history. They stopped. They finally stopped showing up in the, the people you might know. She got thunder, 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 thunder. You're not adding that to the playlist. You're not. You're absolutely not. All right. <laughs> You gotta tell the story a little bit. You gotta tell the story. You gotta tell the story for our viewers. You gotta tell the story. No. Yeah, just a little bit of story. Just just a little bit. <laughs> so they understand why you walling out the way you are over Thundercat eyes. So I had a social media stalker. <laughs> you are crying. You are crying. I had a social media stalker because my former partner I'm was not. You. <laughs> you are crying. You are crying. <laughs> I, I cannot wait until there's a Polish fucking episode of Charms. I can't. I fucking can't. Ooh. I can't. I can't. Ugh. Anyway, sorry for the listeners. That was a really loud growl. I'm trying to get myself together, but she is in tears, and I, I, I kind of owe you guys the story at this point. So the long version is, um, my ex, his part, his ex girlfriend's name is Shatara. Like Thundercats, and she stalked me on social media because he didn't establish healthy boundaries with her. And no, you got to tell why she named you. That's too much for this podcast. That's not. You already nah, because like they gonna fucking nah, because no, 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 nah. Because what happened is one of these fucking fuck ass followers are gonna like find her and be like, they talking about you on this podcast, and she gonna be like, oh, they still sucking my dick. Ah, ha, 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 ha. I knew she couldn't get enough of me. Blah 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 blah. No, I don't give a fuck about you. All right, let's put that out there in the universe. The fuck. I hope you are doing well. Whatever the fuck it is that you're doing. But Sorry, I can't put I can't put the Thundercats theme song. You can't. You fucking can't. Nor can you put Geronimo. You can't put Stay the Night, though. You can't. (laughs) Yo, I cannot wait until I pay for better internet and we go on Zoom. So when you have these giggle fits, it's recorded. And they can see, yo, your, your nose is red. You're you're literally crying, bro. <laughs> I am crying. I am sobbing at this moment. You are crying <laughs> almost as hard as when like something happened to Hook on Once Upon a Time. Yeah, that also came up. In, In your my memories. Facebook, memories. <laughs> Facebook don't want you to have any rest. 
they don't want me to have any rest. But I do. So, guys, I used to be a really big Once Upon a Time fan. And I was under a lot of stress during the winter finale in 2015. I was packing for my wedding and everything like that. And I, I guess at this point, it's not a spoiler. But they end up murdering Robin Hood. And I call her as I'm getting ready to pack because we got married in Vegas. I live in South Carolina. We got married in Vegas. And I call her like, like, I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I call her sobbing. And she's just like, what happened to grandma? What happened to grandma? And I'm like, no, no, they killed Robin. And it was like dead silence on the phone. (laughs) for a good five seconds is that the look you gave me on the phone it was that and then like a deep (laughs) it was a Danny Glover sigh it definitely was like a Danny Glover ass sigh like (sighs) (laughs) I don't call you with my Grey's Anatomy tears what you calling me with this bullshit for (laughs) I was like I mean like dry heaving at one point I just, oh, it was a lot. It was I'm a like, lot. is it grandma? Is it the wedding? Like, what's happening? Like, what the fuck? And you were just like, this man, this fictional ass character on this horrible ass show because I too <laughs> had like once upon a time, but then we got to like the Peter Pan era and I was like, hi, yeah, this that, shit. Yeah. yeah but you see, but this, episode this episode is so, is bad, so bad, bad, guys, bad. that we went on like a whole other spiral because. <laughs> Good. So we see her possess Aviva and it switches back to the sisters and the sisters find Callie in the Book of Shadows. And the Book of Shadows says that Callie is a spirit sorceress cursed into her own dimension. She appears in reflections and has the powers to possess innocence and uses them as pawns to usurp a witch's power and turn them to evil and to get rid of her, shatter her reflection. And so I'm going to unpin what we talked about. Sure. At the beginning of this episode. You're a new witch. You start looking up deities to follow. You start looking up signs. And then you go and you you don't you don't do no research and look up this Kali. And I originally thought at the beginning of the episode that she was originally trying to call the Indian goddess Kali, who is the goddess of death and destruction. Mm -hmm. But because Kali has that like feminine energy, they do a lot of times depict her around blues and yellows mm-hmm. or reds and yellows. And she's not necessarily a bad god or a or a demon or anything like that. She is considered the Hindu goddess of death, time, and doomsday. But the way they see it, and I think the way I think we should see anything is that to have, you know, new things. We have to go through death. So almost like a Persephone slash Hades type of thing where you need Mm -hmm. to have death to have new life. And so originally I thought that that's who she was trying to like. Grab. Grab. But then I was like, but she's white and Kali is Hindu. So if this white woman showed up in this mirror, you would automatically think. Maybe this isn't the person that, um. That I had actually called. But for her to have known how to like, for her to have known the whole ritual on how to summon Kali, 
because you have to have five black candles, a small figurine, six other black candles surrounding her. And she knew the chant. This bitch was crazy. Yeah, she was. It was definitely intentional. And it's kind of like. And like, she's not as innocent as you like you want to as they want to play her off as because she straight up was like, Nampru was like, get out of my house. And she was like, or what? She literally like threw fire at her. Girl, you like, you threw fire at me, they gonna call me a bitch. I'm fucking, I'm racking up on Jackie's fucking medical bills. Like I'm ruining <laughs> y'all fucking financially. Like, fuck that shit. Like, are you fucking crazy? Like, ugh. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's this episode, and I feel like we're jumping towards like the end of the pod where we like rap, like do our little notes. But like, it's so fucking. It it doesn't feel properly fleshed out, and I feel like, and we can we're wrapping it up. Like this save, like everything that they're doing, we saw last week. Like the last yeah. five minutes of this episode. It's the same last five minutes of the episode from last week. And I'm bored. <laughs> I just like, so I'm bored. For me, I was just I'm like, bored. again, we need an alarm system <laughs> or something because they figure out who she is in the book of shadows. And as soon as they and figure at it that out, moment, Kali, who is now possessed of Eva shows up into the attic and got the nurse be burning up my Grammy shit. And like it's weird because okay, so she the three girls are bundled by the book or they're held together, and Prue pushes Phoebe and uh, Piper away, and she stands alone. And it's kind of like y'all need. I mean, I guess I don't know if you really had the power to push both of them that far away from danger, but okay. Um, and Callie's just like missing. Like this is your opportunity to fucking throw these bitches out, like to get. As you have said, they're not they're new to magic. They're not as strong as they can be. You shouldn't be mm-hmm. missing like you a fucking stormtrooper, sis. I mean, but she was in this dimension in these mirrors all these decades. You know, she's bullshit. Little, she she little got rusty. on Jackie real quick. She got on Jackie real quick. She got <laughs> she mm, on Jackie was raising so, her voice and she was like <laughs> Well, she didn't get on Jackie. She like flicked the fire onto Aunt Jackie. And Aunt Jackie wasn't expecting it. Whereas these girls were kind of expecting it. So Phoebe suggests that. So wait, before that. So Aviva's like, help me. She was like, never mind. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't believe that Aviva. Because, okay. We can, when it comes to possession, they, the host never fully is out of the body. Whoever it like the parasite has like ninety nine percent control, and that one percent is the life force. However, depending on your will or like your your heart or whatever, you can sometimes overpower the parasite or whoever is like possessing you and take over. I do not believe for a second that Aviva had the wherewithal or the sense of self or the mental fortitude to really be like, help me, please. I don't for a second believe that shit. It's, mm, no, no. Mm. It's because Kali, like, 
this is what you wanted. I can't, like, Kylie wasn't even low in, like, her fucking desires. She wasn't low in what she wanted. She straight up said she wanted their powers. She straight up said it. Like, this is what you wanted. So, now that it's not going in your favor, I don't believe you had, like, the wherewithal to really be like, ah, no, please help me. No. It, it, I, I think it's just, like, <laughs> lazy writing. Or, like, we got to wrap this shit the fuck up. We got to wrap it up. So, Phoebe suggests that Piper freeze Kylie. Piper's like, I don't know if that's going to work. And they spent all this, like, they spent, like, a, like two seconds. Well, like, Kylie's in said- body. You're not going to freeze Kylie. You'll just freeze. Or you'll, you'll freeze Kylie, but you won't freeze Aviva because Aviva can't freeze. So, she frees him. Uh, Kylie, Aviva falls to the floor. Kylie's, like, in this weird position. And then Prue takes her and throws her into the mirror and then Phoebe smashes it. Very similar to last week when Prue blinked the demons into a knife. <laughs> but like, this wasn't the best part, so let's get past this. So uh, the sisters um, give Aviva one of Prue's old dresses, whatever. Was, like it that. Old? Was it old? Was it old? Was it old? It was a very nice dress. Exactly. She should have said thank you. I hope she apologized to Prue because she was a bitch. She didn't. She didn't. She absolutely did not. I a thousand percent believe that Aviva, while realizing that she was uh, led down a dark path, has no apologies. She She said something to the effect of like, I'm going to miss having sisters. And I was like, bitch, but we didn't like you. And you didn't have sisters. You had sister. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say she had Phoebe. She did. So, girl, she burned Phoebe's right, arm. Right, Phoebe right. wasn't even. You're right. You're going to jump down my throat. So, Phoebe's like, oh my God, you know, being a teenager is so hard. You know, like, I went this through is the it hardest too. part. Blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, bitch, if you say something, we're going to cut you. Don't say shit. And Aviva leaves. So, let's get to the good part. So, Prue with her nice car pulls up and Andy pulls up right after her. Did Andy move? He had nice, it looked nice. I feel like Andy lived in the apartment. Like a high rise, right, right. Yeah, when they first left together in the pilot, he lived in a like an apartment because she throws his alarm clock out the window. Out the window. And then he it looks like he lives like a little townhouse now. It was very cute. It was it was quaint. Mm-hmm. But she know how to find his house now. And he's like, she tries, she wants to talk to him. And he's like, I'm angry. He's like, I love you. And I don't, I don't know. Like, I know that there's something there, but you oh, but you won't tell me. You and won't I trust don't like me. The fact that you don't trust me enough to share with me your secret. Just like You see what happens when you give a fuck away the like <sighs> <laughs> You see what happens? You can't be giving these motherfuckers no leeway. God damn. But, um... He looks so disappointed in her. Because very much like we said earlier, like, you could have just gone to his house. In fact, his house looks, even though it's smaller, it looks way better... Like and he tried, like he got the popcorn, he got the movies, he got you a nice bottle of wine, like he... Not even just that... Not even just the fuck that. There is no way in hell your TV in your living room is better than the TV he has in his room. 
We not watching no TV. Because no, one thing a man gonna do is make sure he have a blow up mattress and a television. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it was totally inappropriate. Inappropriate, and I would get in trouble. So we're just gonna move past that. I think I read your mind. I think I did. I can read your mind, baby. All right, come here, come here. Okay, anyway, so it looks like Andy has broken up with Prue. He should have. He really should have. Because honestly, there was no reason why she couldn't just go to his house. He said he don't know what to do anymore. And I was like, take me, Zaddy, take me. And I was really upset. And and then then it goes to black and we see credit. So that's, I feel like that was the ending that we deserved. Because I didn't give a fuck about Aviva. Fuck yeah. you. Go make friends. Go read a book. Go do sing. Go you f- do something. You fucking go hang out on the Wathorberries because that's where you end up. <laughs> anyway, but like, go. You got sent off in a Gucci dress and a brown Gucci dress with a horrible haircut. I mean, hair, hair like she's trying to style her hair different because now she's no longer evil. She's not slicking it all the way back. Right. She, okay. She's wearing it with barrettes and. Boy, if you're going to be up here, you can't put your nails on my thigh. Thank you. Cat number two, guys. Anyway. It was just, uh, he, she, she hurt Andy. <laughs> and that's all like, and it's funny because like throughout the episode, I was like, no, she did it. Not again. <gasps> oh, I have a, like a note that says, oh no, she stood Andy up. <laughs> oh no, our day. <laughs> it's broken. Like, I think oh. honestly, we can just jump into how we handle the conflict in the episode. So, yeah, I would have that bitch's ass. I would have pressed the. I would have pressed the Viva from jump. Like, there would have been no pressing. I'd have told you to leave. You already know how I do. I'd have told your ass to leave. Okay, candy ass. You would have no, because you know how I get. I would have told her to leave. She would have said something, and I would have climbed up on a couch and tried to attack her. You know what? You probably would have attacked her once she starts your popcorn on fire because you can't enjoy that popcorn now. No. Nah. You really can't. No. Nah. Well, like... I'd, I'd have fought her. <laughs> Andy, Andy would have had to pull me off of her after 20 seconds. That would have might have... That might not have ruined our date. You might have liked that. <laughs> no, him being a cop, he's going to be like, um, oh, Pearl, now I gotta... You heard a minor. Who does work? You're right. He don't work unless it's serial killers. You're right. Unless right. So it'd have been fine. It'd been fine. Um, anyway, yeah, I'd have fought her. I would have fought her. So I that was plot A. I would have fought her. Plot B between Piper and Phoebe. I'd have fought Phoebe too. Yeah. Honestly, or I'd at least pulled her to the side and been like, "Bitch, I'm gonna need you to stop playing. You don't do nothing. You don't work. Not, not you don't even contribute. That. You don't get first dibs here." <laughs> Like I wouldn't have put it. it I wouldn't have put it, it. I wouldn't have put it like that. But um, you know, I have no com- proof. When it comes to Aviva, okay, Tiger, you gotta go down now because you're doing else. When it comes to Aviva, <laughs> don't look at him like that. Um, I definitely would have pressed her because, like I said earlier, there were three opportunities where they asked her who the fuck she was, where she came from, who her mama is. Where her grandmama stayed, that is a fucking Kendrick Lamar reference, sorry. Um, <laughs> this whole episode has just been references and songs. And I will send you the, <laughs> I will send you the song that I just referenced in there. Thank you. Um, 
And like, you guys has let it, I'm not, and I've said this on other episodes, they are so willing to let people within their home within the first two hours of knowing them that I just, it, it boggles me. When she barged into my home without the invitation. They spend the night. Are you gonna stay the night? Doesn't mean we're, we're back, back alive. wow wow anyway um yeah i definitely want to press the viva about like her intentions um and why she's in my home um the other other thing i'm not gonna let shit i asked you one question you wanted to get so i'm gonna fight you i feel threatened in my home I'm gonna fight you. You're not wrong. You are absolutely not wrong. But um, <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> when it came to Andy, I definitely would have gone to his house. There would have been a line. There been like, you know what? Let's grab more popcorn on the way to your place. Or even if you felt like you had to discuss it with your sisters, I'd have been like, yo, we can't do it here. Give me a couple of hours, and I'll come by your place with some popcorn. Like. You could have pulled it off that night. Yeah. Because y'all didn't really do nothing. Y'all could have pulled it off that night. You could have went to his house and you could have reconvened in the morning and that would have been it. And Grab some last, clothes and left from there to go to work. Like. And lastly, on. when it comes to uh, Piper and Phoebe, during the uh, boyfriend stealer scene, boyfriend stealer scene, I would have just been like, girl. I'm calling him my boyfriend already, and you just trying to fuck. Obviously, you already know how I feel about him. So they're just, like, find the next handyman, because this one's mine. Like, you ain't got no job. Go find a job before you find a man. How about that? And um, I guess we can just jump right into rating the episode. Well, actually... So let's see. This episode got six point six million viewers when it, it premiered. Did. So six point six people watched this episode and said that they were going to come back next week. And well, actually, I was looking on IMDb, and I think it has like this episode itself has like. Sorry, my IMDb automatically goes to a picture of Brian Cross. My bad. Um, but I think it got like seven. I don't know if that's for the whole series. Or, seven point just... five out of ten. Was that for the episode? Um, honestly, I couldn't. Yeah, it was for the episode. Seven point five out of ten. I couldn't find any other like ratings for it. There were no fun like Brad Kern. This is a piece of shit episode. <laughs> no, I like, didn't had... think it was that bad. I think knowing that Aviva was a sociopath and knowing like. That she probably would have murdered Kit if Kit didn't like let her let her, you know, like get to the charmed ones. I thought it was a pretty good episode. I mean, Phoebe's Phoebe gonna be Phoebe. But I think especially when you look at some of the other episodes we had, I think the way we went from scene to scene was good. Um, I mean, Kali wasn't that strong of an evil person. I mean, but the evil did lie with the diva. She's probably gonna get to college and she's gonna murder her roommate because she wanted her roommate's boyfriend. Like I can see that happening. Um, 
I feel like this episode needed to be fleshed out a little bit more. Like, somebody, a teenager is throwing fire at you and nobody wants, like, researches pyrokinesis. Like, nobody, like, nobody thinks, like, I'm not waiting until she fucking gives my sister a first degree burn to go to the fucking... There were multiple times where they should have molly whopped her. Multiple times. Yeah, like, I mean, okay. Realistically, this episode should not have been more than 15 minutes because once you threw fire at me, once you threw, once you, like, made my popcorn start cooking and you burned the movie because I now have, I'm responsible for this fucking movie. We wouldn't have gotten to the popcorn when she said, or what, I would have thrown her ass across the room. I would have forgotten that Leo... And my inspector boyfriend was there, and I'd have thrown her across the room. I, there'd have been some explaining to do. Like yeah. twenty some odd me would have thrown her ass across the room. Like, and you lying if you say anything else, Miss Rattail Comb. I was talking for the episode and not me personally. Like oh, I had okay. said. We would said that we would have had conversation. It'd have been no, no, conversation. no, 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 no. I literally in the house that I pay bills for that I'm paying for renovation. Because you know them see, other two holes ain't paying see, for shit. See, see, see. I would not have used my powers on her once she fucking said or what. Because I don't react to words, I react to actions. Once I feel that my life isn't once I have a credible case for justifiable homicide i'm gonna make it i got time for that um once i have a case for justifiable homicide i'm gonna make it and one more thing when it comes to exactly when it comes to getting off this truck yo look (laughs) it was justifiable homicide but lawyer that's all you need to know. Um, that's all you really and know about Inspector me. Inspector Trudeau don't do nothing. He would have covered it up. You're right. You, you have know. to go too. But like, I don't, I don't know the direction they wanted Danielle, aka Aviva, to go into or what she was given. But just like with last week's episode, where they like they just jumped into the danger with um, I would say Elias Clark. That's the Devil Wears Prada. Um, with Elliot and um, what? what Allison. Yes, Elliot and Allison. Like, damn, these episodes just as soon as they come, as soon as they go now. Um, <laughs> there was no danger. Allison was just immediately like, oh, "This wedding, my god!" Like she was scared of Jade Demond before Jamaica. Jade before Jamaican Jade. That's what I was about to say before jade showed up on the scene and just like this like i feel like the cold open should have really been like you know more of a viva like a viva finding callie you know this little girl trying to like she's like what should have happened was on Jackie came in the room and she's like, why didn't you call my mom? My mom really needs somebody. I miss my mom. And she's in her room crying about missing her mom. And either Callie comes to her that way or like she goes to the spell and we know she finally calls Callie and we get it like that. But she it, wasn't innocent. She was a little bitch. I, you need to have, you need to have I, head 
I know, I know. But they are painting her as like this little lost girl who just yeah, needs whatever. guidance in the family. And if they're going to give me that little girl, then that's how you give it to me, even though I don't want. That sounds really bad. Pause. Yeah, that sounded that sounded weird. Chris Hansen, please don't come for me, please. <laughs> I did not, mm, sir. I I clicked the wrong chat. This was the wrong chat. I am out. Bye, 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 bye. But um, like if you're gonna sell me innocence, that's how you sell it to me. Not some fucking entitled brat like Phoebe two point screaming talking about how. I live here too. You treat me so bad. Like you treat me worse than Graham treat me. Ugh. Ugh. It was a lot. It was a lot. And um, with that said, I guess I will give this episode. I gave last week's a three. I'm gonna give this week's a four. I'm gonna give it a solid six. Four. Leo Santa butts. Wow. The smile. Um, <laughs> six, six knocks in the head. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. That's what I would give it. I just... Uh, as a storyteller, and as a storyteller, I just don't like it. It's a very shittily done story. And I'm... Um, you reusing the same shit that you did last week. I'm already bored of fucking prove blinking people into shit. I'm sorry. Like. I'm sorry. Can we not say a spell to trap her in the fucking mirror and then break the mirror that way? Like. I mean, huh. but it was easy to just throw. I mean, all the girls, I think, within a span of, what, 10 minutes got to use their powers. So you had the premonition, you had the freezing. And you had her throwing it into the class. Yes, but we also had Prue throwing demons, transporting demons into a knife last week. So the watcher transported a demon into a mirror this week is kind of like redundant. And did we not, like, did we not, like, it was just last week, guys. It was literally last week. (laughs) And for, like, the redundancy and the like spotty storytelling yeah it's a four i like i definitely pulled an aiden throughout this episode i definitely was screaming at my television throughout this episode so yeah but yeah i this was like a very fast episode for us it was it was 43 minutes long i meant the podcast (laughs) like i feel like i feel like you know we got through this really quickly um because there isn't enough meat on this bones for us to really like want to gnaw at it any longer or like enjoy it. They continuously are like misrepresenting female deities. We had it yeah. last week. We had it this week. Yeah. Um, again, also the lazy re- resolution and this is a lack of like stranger danger awareness this lady legitimately attacked you in your own home unprovoked and you let her come back not only did you let her come back you gave that bitch you let that bitch sleep in your room no no you broke bread with her and like that i cannot abide but (laughs) that's what i say now 
Um, I mean, besides that, I think, like I said, the worst thing for me was just watching Andy's heart get broken over and over and over again. I was so sad. You know, hopefully they get it together eventually sometime. Sometime. Because, like, I know Phoebe, I, I know Phoebe's a whore. But, like, she still makes time. Like, she finds the time to to have sex with multiple bad partners yeah. and good partners, practice magic, and raid your closet. You can find time to, like... And so did Piper. Piper found time, found time with uh, Mr. Wyatt there, so... I guess the, I honestly, like, if they wanted to, they would. Yes. And I guess that's a good place to wrap up the episode. That's a good place. Wrap this shit up, Ray. This has been another episode of Black Girl Charmed. My name is Ray. You can find me on socials at my gal. Consulting and gal is G-Y-A-L. Um, just leave, leave off the end on Twitter. But either way, I should pop up really fast. <laughs> either way you put it. Um, and my co-host, what are you leaving these people with? So this has been REO Speedwagon from JoJo's. And you can find me at underscore Morgana's Motifs. And if you have any questions, comments, something else you'd like to for us to talk about in the podcast, you can reach us at blackgirlcharmed at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Wait, we also have a cash app. So if you guys want to send us some love, you can send us some love at Black Girl Charm on cash app. Well, that's right. We do. Or I'll be forced to make Raynell's strip on OnlyFans. Because somebody got to pay for this shit. um, No. No, thank you. (laughs) Mr. Superman, no home. Well, that's it, guys. Blessed be. Some hoes be witches and some witches be hoes.